Hi, everybody. Welcome to Don't Ignore the Nudge. This is the place where you get to hear extraordinary stories of ordinary people and how God has nudged them to either do something or not do something in their life and what happened because of it. My name is Corey Freeman, and I just wanted to get these stories out there. I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. So let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Don't Ignore the Nudge. Since it's December, and I haven't asked for a while, if you guys want to donate towards the editing and producing costs, you can always go to the Patreon account. You can either go to patreon.com forward slash don't ignore the nudge, or I think you can go to don't ignore the nudge.com forward slash Patreon. And it's P A T R E O N. And all money that comes in goes straight to the editing and producing. Right now, I am just pulling it out every month and it's $750 every single month. So if you want, if you have a rich uncle, I've joked about this before. If you have a rich uncle, feel free. <laughs> so feel free to let him know about this ministry. It is not a nonprofit, just to be upfront. So it is not a tax deduction, but it will go to a good cause. So just wanted to put out that out there. Okay, so today we're talking to Larry. And Larry and I met, he is a career specialist at an organization I was blessed to be able to go and train at. And I thought we were meeting because I was coming there to do some training and God had other plans because when I told him about the podcast, I said something about nudges and he goes, oh, I've got one for you. And I said, well, be careful if you share it with me because... I have been known to, okay, now you got to be a guest. <laughs> so I'm glad you're here. I'm glad we made it happen. Well, thank you for having me. I'm honored. Oh, well, hopefully it won't be painful, right? It's just some people are are more than happy to be on. And I felt like you are very happy and, and gracious for agreeing. So thank you. So we always start off or I always start off asking people to let me know how they came to be a believer, how you became a Christian. And so I'll just let you share what you'd like and go from there. Well, sure. Um, over 20 years ago, I say 1998, I was newly married and my wife asked me to go to her church, which she had uh, grown up in and she had backslidden, but then wanted us to go back to that church. And so I ended up attending with our kids and I was somewhat reluctant at, at first, but I knew it was the best thing for my family, for my kids to have that foundation. But I was still reluctant to to give in completely to what God was doing there in the church. So after about six months, I, I would just sit in the back and just kind of just soak it in. But for the most part, I really was hesitant to be there. Mm-hmm. And, so one day at service at the end, they had the altar call and, or just for altar call. And I just said, you know, God, if you're real, you'll come to me. And not even 10 seconds later, one of the ushers tapped on my shoulder and said, would you like to pray? And I said, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I went ahead. And I, I say that we've already hit our first nudge right there. That Okay. Yeah. We can stop the episode now. There. <laughs> yeah. So, so. Wow. I've been there locked in ever since and my kids grew up in that church and so it's been a blessing. Wow. Wow. And so that that's good that you were 
obedient. And once he came and tapped you, went for it, because some people would go, oh, no, thanks. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I challenge God and you have to be careful, you know, oh. uh, at times. So I, had, I was like, OK, you're real. You can prove it to me. And he definitely did. Oh, so it, yeah. was, it was that was an anointing. That was God's plan. Yeah. So. And I always like to like uh, educate people. You know, so many times we use different terms because we're so used to them. But if somebody's not a believer who's listening, how would you describe an altar call? Like, what is that when you said they were doing an altar call? An altar call is just an opportunity for people in a church who might be attending for the first time or those who have been attending or, or coming back to the church where they did not, they were one time a follower and believer in Jesus Christ and then at some point made it just fallen off that path and went on to living their own life. And then just realized they wanted to go back to church and they're just answering that call again. Or if someone's just there and they're just an open invitation to come accept Jesus. And so they're asked to come to the altar and go pray Mm -hmm. in that way. So, yeah, that's nice. And we always, as believers, whenever we're at church, it's always fun. We, you know, the person that's going forward a lot of times, if there's anybody out listening right now, it's going to let them share this. If you're one of those people that really wants to go forward and you're really nervous or shy or uncomfortable and you've been going to church for a long time and you haven't gone forward and you know you want to follow Christ, but you just don't feel comfortable, please know that when you're at church, when people go forward, people who are looking at you are so excited because it's like you're gaining another family member. And you're, you're getting someone you're going to spend eternity with. And we're so excited when somebody goes forward. It, you might be nervous going forward and thinking everybody's looking at you. What are they thinking about you? Really, we're not thinking, well, at least I, for myself, I don't think. I mean, we're not looking at you in judgment of like, oh, they're not believers. We're excited. That's like a, yes. a party's going on in heaven at the moment, too. So I just wanted to share that because that's true. It's hard to get in front of everybody and walk forward like that. Yes. And then also for some people, you know, they enter the doors of the church and they're at their, their lowest moment, you know, mm-hmm. and, oh, they're, they're feeling desperate or nowhere else to turn. And, you know, deep down they're looking for some help, some sense of, of security. You know, and so in my case, I wasn't, it, it didn't get to the point where God had to really go to extreme measures to get my attention, mm-hmm. but it was enough to make me understand, you know, because it was, I was at a point where, you know, I've been coming here long enough. What were, you know, it was kind of a standoff. And I just said, okay, I listened to the sermon and it spoke to me and I was like, okay, God, you know, like I said, God had, does have a sense of humor. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many episodes we've had where people, men and women, have said, yeah, I was sitting there in the back of the church, <laughs> just yes. all the way back at the back. I think one of them, I think one of the episodes is actually called at the back of the church or something because he was saying, you know, not not me, Lord. Yes. So as far as your nudge, I do know a little bit about it. So I will let you share that with me again. And everybody about what happened, what the nudge was and what happened in your life that was such a sort of a pivotal moment where you realized, oh, wow, that was really from God. Sure. I was driving to work one morning and as I 
was a couple miles from a major interchange that I had to get onto to switch freeways. In the morning traffic, it was very congested. And just before getting to the interchange, a voice just told me, pull over, get off the freeway. And I'm in the fast lane. And, and I just said, what? Why get off the freeway? And then I didn't even question it. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm getting off. And as I got off, the, exited the freeway, my engine started to cease. And it was just starting to just pull. And I wasn't, I started uh, to stall. And I was like, what's going on with, with the, and the engine light came on, all the prompts. Then you know that you're having some type of trouble. And so it eventually stalled and I was able to start it back up and then it had to continuously do this, but I made it close enough to my job where I was able to park in a nearby parking lot and walk to work. But I was thinking, and I was like, wow, had I not listened to that voice to God tell me and get over, I would have been stuck on that interchange. And you know, that would have been a bad spot to be, to be broken down at. So that was just a way, an example. And it turned out that my engine, the uh, transmission went out. So I, I would have just been stuck up there. So that was one time that I was like, wow, I just can't believe that happened. And I'm, I was just glad I was able to hear his voice and answer that call. Because I yeah. almost didn't, I questioned it all right away. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm, for whatever reason I need to get off, I'm getting off. And I was thinking something worse, that maybe there was going to be an accident. Uh, so really, that was the farthest from my mind that I was actually going to break down. And then had you, up until that point, had you ever felt like, I mean, it's, I love to hear people try to describe it because it's not audible, got a spirit, you're feeling it and you kind of hear it, but it's internal. Like had any, had anything like that ever happened up in, to you in your life where you had actually felt God moving you in a way so specifically? I have in the past. God has spoke to me about blessing someone with money. Oh, okay. But for this particular instance, it was just so clear mm. to me. And even going back to the instance where it was about blessing someone with money, my wife said the same thing. Like I went to her and said, you know, God's telling me to give this individual money. And and she said, I was told, I felt the same thing. Oh, so nice to have that comfort. Yes. What's that? I'm sorry. I talked on top of you. No, I'm sorry. So yes, that, that's very nice to have that confirmation from you, especially when it comes to money, because sometimes that can be an issue. But no, that, and that happened on more than one occasion that we were able to do that. So, wow. but it, this last time was very, you know, it was very, very clear. Just, wow. just. As if I'm talking to you now, I'm just like, okay. And then you said, I remember you saying the other day when we were talking about it, that your pastor, you went to church and then he immediately gets you, did he get immediately get you up to share that or? Well, a couple of weeks later, he was doing an informal teaching one of the service during our midweek service. And he just called on me out blue and he said, he said, Larry, you want to share that time? And God had spoken to you. And I was like, oh, I was like, which time, Pastor? He said, we have, we have such a connection. So I joked and then, but I knew what he meant. And I, and I mentioned that. So yeah, it was just, it was just one of those awesome times that you're ever able to, to encounter, you know? Yeah. 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 And you know, you're being protected. It's a nice feeling. Yes. And, and then also because 
sometimes we wonder, you know, is God there? Is God listening? Is God there really watching over me, you know, or, you know, your family, your kids? And so, and it probably was an answer to a prayer. I was like, okay, you know, you are, you are there, you know, Mm -hmm. and it, it could be the smallest of things, but, you know, that was just so profound. And, you know, I'm just, like I said, people hear, will will hear God's voice and sometimes they don't answer, you know, they ignore, they deny it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it could be, even if it was witnessing to someone, if you're out and then God says, you know, I want you to speak to that person, mm-hmm. or, you know. That's it. I'm, 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 I'm laughing because there's a, there's a, I have, I don't know if you know this or not, but I have regular episodes like yours where it's interviews. And then I have quick nudges, which are only over on the podcast. They're not on the Facebook group where you can watch the episodes. They're just these usually 10 or 15 minutes, this different things that have happened to me. And I forgot the name of the title, but I was in the hospital. I was walking past this lady and God pretty much said, you know, pray with her. And, you know, I was obedient and I it was very uncomfortable because I didn't know who she was. And I'm like, how do I, you know, ask, hey, do you want some prayer? I hate out of the blue. Sure. She's going through a hard time. And I'm like, didn't want to interrupt. And she ended up being very gracious and needing that. But I always wondered, like you said, some people ignore that. And it's so interesting because I, it, it, God's going to do his will, right? His will be done, right? But I always right. wonder, like, if he tells me pray with her and I don't pray with her, is, you know, like the next person he tries tells, I mean, he's going to, he knows what's going to happen, but it, is it like he puts it on you who's walking down the hall after me? And then you ignore it. And then another, you know, like it takes 15 Christians to get one thing done, you know, but I just have always been curious about that. I agree. And then, you know, what if, uh, unfortunately, you could have been the last person that individual had a chance to share the gospel with and, and, you know, let's say a a, a horrible accident had happened soon after, and then you miss your opportunity. And you know what that means in the spiritual realm that God's trying to give you a chance to witness to this individual, to give them a chance to accept Jesus into their heart. Mm-hmm. And that opportunity went by. Then that would probably hit home to you. You'd feel you'd realize the the seriousness of that right. uh, miss, missing that call. You know that opportunity. Yeah. I, I, there's comes to mind Heather Curtin, who was a guest on my podcast. I don't think she minds me sharing this because I love the analogy. She, when I guess when her kids were growing up, she would say, like, picture two lines, and one line is leading to Christ's salvation, eternal life, and the other is to darkness and an eternity without Christ. And there's two lines of people, and you're in one line going to heaven and to salvation, and you see your loved ones in the other line, or you see a friend from school and they're in the wrong line. You need to let them know with that intensity, wait, you're in the wrong line. You know, you, you know, at least give them that opportunity, you know, trying yeah. to, and as it gets closer, you're, you're kind of trying to, you know. Realize the urgency. Yeah. Because we don't know. We don't know. I mean, we've all had the situation where somebody has passed away really fast or a sickness or an accident or, you know, who knows if you were stuck on that freeway breaking down, you probably, in California, you probably would not be talking to me right now. But it's just intriguing. You know, when you when you 
have these instances in your life, like, you, you know, you're kind of joking around with your pastor about which one, but I'm sure you've had where you felt like God was leading you and guiding you and directing you all different times of your life. When you look back and you see all those times in your life, what impact has that made on you? Well, like I said, it's, it's a confirmation that God's there, uh, that he really is, has a, a covering over you. And so, you know, that's, and it's a great opportunity for you to share that with your family and your loved ones and your kids and say, you know, this is what happened to me today. And, you know, God provided an opportunity. And I said, I said yes, it was, wasn't that the greatest that my car broke down, but it could have been worse. I could have mm-hmm. been traffic or instead of a bad accident, you, you never know. And so I was just happy to be in that situation. Oh, I'm so glad I listened, you know, and I, you know, just was so happy to share that, that give that testimony about what God had done. And it doesn't seem like a lot right now, you know, but like I said, because ultimately, like I said, we had to replace, we are actually, I think we did let the vehicle go and it was a, a, a loss, but at the same time, who knows what could have happened. So, right. you know, God just do something. I was like, okay, I'm doing it, you yeah. know. Well, and, and the older we are and the longer we're believers and we see that it's so much smarter <laughs> to be obedient. And you learn your lesson, I think, off and on, at least I do, like, I'll be pretty obedient and I'll listen. And then if something doesn't feel good, I, I'll, I'll, no, no, but I don't, did I really hear God say to do that? I don't think so, you know, because it's not a comfortable thing. But the older I get, the more I feel like the more obedient I get, you know, along the way. Maybe yes. I learned something here. <laughs> And then it goes to say, you know, God gives us free will. You know, I, I could have chosen to not listen and say, okay, I'm, I'm three miles away or two miles away from my job. I'm almost there. You know, I'll, I'll get off the next section or I'll, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we rationalize. Right, right. And, you know, I was, I was in a rush. I was in a time. Yeah, I was close to getting there on time. So, but I, you know, I'm just glad I listened. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I, I don't. You probably haven't, since we just met not that many days ago, you probably haven't had a chance to listen. If, But I, the reason why I do this podcast is because I felt like the Lord was saying, call your mom. And it was 11 o'clock at night. And my mom hated being called anytime after like eight. You know, she'd say, oh, so-and-so call. I couldn't get back to sleep. And I was like, oh. So when I felt like God was saying, call your mom, you know, first instinct is like, I got need to call her. But then the very next second, I'm thinking, well, maybe was that really got Well, I think, you know, I think it was. And then it was like, well, she's going to be mad at me, you know. And then my husband was the one that said, well, if you really feel like God's telling you to call her, you better call her. And I called her and she'd been down on the ground from the day before in the morning. So, oh. yeah, it was it was not it was not a good situation. And the paramedic said, you know, it it might have turned out completely differently if I hadn't called. So that was I'm so glad I called. You know, so it's just when God when God urges you. <laughs> so is your mother praying to God and God reached out for her? Hey, I didn't even. You know what? That is one question I never asked her. Darn. <laughs> yeah, I I should have asked her that. Were you praying? You know, I know when she went down, she was pulling, you know, covers off of the bed 
to keep warm at night because she was on the ground from Sunday all day, Monday all day until Monday at 11. So it was a long time. Yes. And, uh, but you know what? I did not ask her that. That would have, those, those are the kinds of questions that you wish the person were still around to answer, you know? Yeah. But yeah, she's she's a little bit busy celebrating eternity in heaven right now. So <laughs> it's like the last thing on her mind. But, you can ask her one day. Yeah. You know, I'll be just so happy to be, you know, just knowing all the different people that we get to spend eternity with in just the description of, of heaven. I For those of you who don't know, heaven is described in Revelation. It, it has a full description of it. So if you ever want to check that out. You should go into Revelation and read it. Yeah, there's a lot of end time stuff in Revelation, but the description of heaven is there. So it's it's pretty powerful to read that and picture it. So, well, I'm just really glad that you got on here tonight. And I know we've been trying to get our schedules geared up together, but I'm just really glad you shared this because, you know, so many people need to hear these, you know, Yes, there's been people that have shared stories of nudges that have been like unbelievable. And then somewhere they really felt like you did where, okay, move over, get off the freeway and something happened. But, you know, it doesn't matter that, that I don't even want to say big and small and anything in between. It's just all of the nudges that the Lord guides us and directs us. When you're a believer, he he is directing you and you might not notice it, but it's happening, you know. Yeah. So it's just really nice to get to hear your story. So I I will send you the episode when it's done. And everybody, thank you so much for listening. And I really appreciate all of the all of the episodes that you've listened to. I think this is gonna be like a hundred and sixteen. So that went by fast. I don't know how that happened, but thank you so much for listening. And until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. Thank you.